Hey folks, um, as I'm sure you're all aware, COVID-19 is upon us and many of us are in varying degrees of shelter in place or quarantine, depending upon where you live or if you have any symptoms or your age. And um, so there's a lot going on. And I just wanted to do a podcast that just sort of spoke to that, to spoke to a couple of different angles regarding uh, this virus that is global, this global pandemic that we're all dealing with. Uh, so I messaged my friend, Kathy Kong, and I said, would you be willing to come on and just talk about it? Because I've seen her doing some uh, self-care things that I thought were healthy and helpful. And some other folks I've seen online doing some uh, and, and giving some helpful advice about how to uh, take care of ourselves during this this pandemic that we're all in the middle of. And I, I think over the next couple of weeks, I'll do some um, uh, quarantine episodes, if you will, to just help us all try to stay as sane as we possibly can in the midst of all of this. So uh, this is the first of the quarantine episodes, and we're going to suspend our what we had scheduled for you and we'll uh we'll re-air well re-air not re-air you know what i'm trying to say we will um whatever it's called those episodes after the next couple of weeks when we get through these these times and see how things develop so let's get into my conversation with kathy kong <laughs> This is Existential, the podcast that reminds us that we're human first before we're anything else. And from that place, we can hear each other's stories and experiences as we wrestle with issues of justice, faith, and culture. I'm your host, Corey Leak. Thanks for listening. Folks, today we have back with us, Kathy Kong. Uh, she was on the podcast last uh, season, and I'm so, so excited that she had time this week to talk with us. I, I asked her yesterday, I said, hey, can you jump on the podcast? Because I really want to talk about what's going on in the world right now. And, and so, Kathy, thanks so much for, for coming back on the podcast. No problem. <laughs> how, how are you doing? How, how, are you, <laughs> <laughs> how are you holding up? Uh, I'm, I'm anxious and more stressed than I wanted to acknowledge. Um, on mm. Monday, I started feeling it in my body. I have seasonal allergies. <laughs> and so I'm just mm. like sniffling and coughing and, uh, Illinois had its primary election on Tuesday, our daughter, who was living out on her own in New York, flew back home because work has dried up for her, and it's wow. just getting nuts out there, so we were like, fly home. Uh, so we are all home together, family of five. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's fun because I always love having a full house, but not under these circumstances. Wow. <laughs> so... Uh, and my son is a junior in college. We just found out that his dorms are going to be closed. He had come home for spring break. He and his dad, wow. they were going to take a, a trip for spring break and that got canceled. So we just found out yesterday, we're heading back at some point in the next few weeks to pack up his dorm. Wow. And very grateful. We're only six hours away. It's just, it literally is fill up the van 
with gas and let's go. I just cannot imagine because this is happening across the country, right? I I can't imagine what this is like for other families where you're like, wait, a plane ticket or how is this going to work? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, um, and I feel like it just, it, it got on all of us suddenly. It, Mm -hmm. It feels like it happened really fast. Right. Um, and we're all just now sort of reacting to it. And, and there's a bunch of, it always feels like there's a bunch of like uh, text messages or things that people mm-hmm. have, you know, these sort of secret messages to be, be prepared for this and that yes! and the other, you know, so it's, it's a, it is a very interesting, scary, anxious time probably for everybody. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I don't even remember what night it was. Maybe it was Tuesday night. Maybe it was Wednesday night. (laughs) There was a confirmed case of a staff member at uh, the local high school. Oh, my gosh. So our son is a senior, and we're looking at possibly everything being canceled, right? Prom, graduation, and, you know, we can talk about the privilege of all of that, and it's a great lesson for them, blah, blah, blah. But they are 18, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, our our schools out here uh, in the Bay Area of California, they're all closed. Mm-hmm. Um, Gavin Gavin Newsom said he didn't think they would open again to the fall. So it's like I've got a senior that's you know about was supposed to graduate. Yeah, um, and so there's yeah, there's just a lot of that in the air. But the reason I wanted one of the reasons I want to talk to you was well, two yep. reasons. I'll just say up up top. Uh, one was I have really I've noticed your um, pra- you practicing just some self-care mm-hmm. um, online. And that's been uh, really great to see. And then secondly, and, and I feel like sort of sad to have to even talk about this because it comes up in the media. It came up again this morning. I watched mm-hmm. the White House briefings every morning just to kind mm-hmm. of see if there's any update. And to see the president doubling down on the Chinese virus thing yes. is sort of like disheartening. And I've seen you be outspoken about this from mm-hmm. the beginning, the hashtag, I'm not a virus. Yes. And so I would just love to hear you speak to that issue as um, an Asian American woman and leader, um, hearing this repeatedly from the leader of our country. Right. Well, and it's, there's uh, Senator John Corrin, I think from Texas, who has also done something similar. Um, he has called it the Chinese virus and uh I um I, I don't even know where to begin mm-hmm. that you know it there there are scientific terms that we could use. The um we're calling it COVID-19, right? The right. the disease, yeah. the yeah. what you catch as a result of this virus is called COVID-19. There are lots of ways to use it to connect it to the situation that's happening. Um, so I see it as kind of multiple levels of it's just overt racism. And I've I've been online arguing, trying to educate. And last <laughs> night was like, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm leaving the group because you want to keep calling it this. And you probably also want to talk about you also want to use the N word. So I'm not like, I'm not here. Right. So I think that that's part of it is this sense of not only the president, but so many white people saying, well, what is the harm in identifying where Mm -hmm. this virus started? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's 
it doesn't matter where it started. Mm-hmm. It's here, mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. here for us. Yeah. A yeah. mile away is the high school. It is here. And I feel like it's one racist and two distancing not only himself, but the United States, Americans, and particularly white Americans from what is happening here in our country to Mm. keep deflecting and naming and pushing this to some other people and space. And Mm. that then actually disconnects it from the pandemic that we are having to deal with right now. Right, because the rest of the news media is by and large calling it coronavirus, COVID 19. Mm -hmm. And so they are Mm -hmm. addressing it that way. And so when the leader of the country gets up and uses a completely different term connected to the crisis happening, I do feel like it is trying to deflect responsibility, trying to Mm -hmm. separate and distance himself from any responsibility. And to posture uh, that he has some control and trying to control the narrative around what he's going to call it, how he's going to address it, and how he wants other people to address it, right? So he defended that, giving other people permission to say, this is where it started. And I feel like a mom at that point saying, I don't care Mm. who started it, (laughs) right? Like, it's that kind of thing, like... I don't care because I turn back and you are fighting each other. People are dying. I don't care where it started. Deal with what's happening right now. And then, you know, there's violence. There's there's bullying. Children Mm. are being (laughs) teased, bullied. Children are repeating the things that they hear at home. Um, And it... Again, you are no stranger to this, right? It just shows that we are not that much further than where we thought we had come. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and what the interesting thing too is, you know, I've had people, you know, say things like, well, Ebola is in a river in Africa and the Spanish flu mm-hmm. and um, I forget the, there was another one that was named, mm-hmm, uh, but they, mm-hmm. were, they were all named after like a river, um, maybe a place in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in uh, a country. And then the Spanish flu was actually not even named after Spain. It didn't even right. start in Spain, it started somewhere right. else. So there's there's all of this like fact out there around these other viruses and why they were called what they were called. Right. But there was never, uh, no, there are not Ebolan people. Right. And you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I did not know that that was named after a river in Africa. Mm-hmm. I really didn't did know. I? I didn't know that either. Um. And so that says something about it is not attached to a people. Exactly. And if it were, yeah, that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. And then I tried to have this conversation online with somebody yesterday around the Spanish flu. There are a lot of Spanish people. I'm not talking about Latina, uh, Latinx, Mm -hmm. Latino, Latina. Mm I'm talking about people from Spain who are now white (laughs) and white passing Latinx, right? So there's, there's that whole Mm. level of when people hear Spanish flu, it's a whole lot more difficult to go. That's you. 
that's you. Whereas when you say the Chinese virus, it's not, it's not even the flu, right? It's not the, the disease. I'm sure there's a technical term for it, but you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't go to med school, but (laughs) Chinese virus Mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. a very specific way of attaching something mm-hmm. that we already know is dangerous, infectious, bad to entire mm-hmm. people group, yeah, to an yeah. audience that actually does not differentiate between me and I'm Korean American and my yeah. Chinese American friends who are Chinese. We are just one big swath all the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think it's, it has to be challenging. Um, and I imagine that there's some ignorance that you've seen because I can speak for being, you know, being African-American, mm-hmm. whenever there is racist comments made or things happening in the media, I'm certainly more sensitive to those things because that's my culture. Those are my people. Um, are have have you noticed things that are that are happening that are like bullying and um, you know sort of microaggressions around this virus? Yeah, so nothing uh, to me personally, but being height the awareness is always heightened, yeah. right? When something yeah. happens, you're like, is that how people are going to see me? And and honestly, I was supposed to uh, work the polls. I'm a poll worker, and. Um, and I know how important that is because the vast majority of poll workers tend to be older. And so I love going because I feel super young. Mm-hmm. And Tuesday, <laughs> um, Sunday, well, it was Monday night, my allergies, because we had had some warm weather, were flaring up. And I just, I wrestled mm-hmm. with it. I went back and forth and I thought, I cannot be at the polls. One, exposing other people to what I think are allergies, but I'm also not going to run to the mm-hmm. doctor right now. Mm-hmm. Um, blowing my nose, sniffling, coughing mm-hmm. because of post-nasal drip mm-hmm. uh, with this face mm-hmm. in wow. this community. I'm not going to wow. do it because I don't need to deal with that. Wow. Right? Yeah. And so when I called the county clerk, she was like, if you feel better at all, please call where, you know, people are dropping out. I said, I know I, I really wrestled with this, but I just don't think it's a smart thing for me to Mm -hmm. do right now. Um, So that's just kind of a personal anecdote. And then in uh, a college town nearby, it's my alma mater, um, there were two Asian students and I'm, it's unclear whether or not they're international or not. And really it doesn't matter. Mm. They are Asian had two older white men stop them and tell them yell into their faces. This is because of you. This is your fault. Dang. And, and that's exactly what we all anticipate is I'm kind of glad that we're not supposed to leave our homes unless it's absolutely necessary because mm. I don't, it's already stressful. We're, we're already at 11 <laughs> mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to worry about that. And, you know, I, my parents are older. They live less than an hour away. I beg them like, don't leave. If you need anything, call me, mm-hmm. call my sister. Um, 
but also concerned about their physical safety also in a fairly white community. Uh, they take walks. They are adorable every day. They go <laughs> mall walking in bad weather or outside. And I just, mm. I said, please don't. The mall is closed now, so it doesn't matter, but please don't. Mm. Like, can you just, can you walk around the house? I don't, I don't know. Like pace mm. in your backyard. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, don't go to church. Don't go to Bible study. Stop going yeah. to those prayer meetings, all of those things. But in part, because they don't need to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're worried that we will says something. And again, yeah. I've had plenty of white people say, well, that's you. You can control that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can. <laughs> but here's the reality. I've had enough experiences with racism right. that I'm not making this up, even though you're right. trying to gaslight me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, at some point, I, I would love for white folks to stop trying to be the experts mm-hmm. on racism. Because oh, they, yeah. They've, they've, they've never done a good job of diagnosing it ever. Right. Um, from, slave, from slavery to Jim Crow to now, they've never been, um, they've never said, you know what? You know, I think it is racist. <laughs> that's just not what they, that's just not their MO. So I no. think that, you know, when I hear the president or other folks who, you know, are defending the their their right to call a virus the Chinese virus and say mm-hmm. it's not racist. I go, well, what, you know, I'll, it will be remarkable to me when you do say something is racist because that's just right. not, right. know, just not your mo. Right. Um, well, I, I hate that you have to deal with that. Uh, um, and when I guess when I say have to, just means that it's where we live and that's how yeah. people are and right. my heart goes out to you because i think this just it's no one even even those of us that are outspoken about race and race uh, racial issues we don't enjoy right. having to go to the front lines and right. say that racist don't say that don't do that right you know right it's painful so i i really i'm i'm sorry you have to deal with that thank you well and i know you know right yeah. i know you yeah. know yeah. so it's the and when i when i finally left that online space yesterday one of my last comment threads was it's it's bad enough that we are all stressed out right mm-hmm. this is not um this is not affecting just a few people this is across the country and whether or not you're choosing to abide by uh, all of the recommendations it's affecting the entire country. Yeah, 100%. And yet the added stress of having to even think about like, is it wise to be outside? What mm. will people think? Will people say anything? Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe, right, right. It's all of the even internal gaslighting that mm-hmm. we do. Mm. So mm. Um, on top of the fact that we are all like, on top of our families and <laughs> trying right, to exactly. figure out how we're not going <laughs> to go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how are you doing that? How, how are you staying sane? How are you staying healthy? How are you safeguarding your own emotional well-being? And I know it's hard. I mean, I, I yeah. was feeling, feeling really, really low today. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a natural thing, but how, how have you, you know, weathered the storm of, of what we're dealing yeah. with? 
I know, and it's only Thursday. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's only Thursday. Uh, yeah, we're like less than a weekend to what could be months of this. So right. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and my mom and I were talking about it because even she was saying, you know, this idea of like being confined to your home, even the thought of that can be depressing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm really an outdoorsy kind of girl. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, one of the things that I have been doing and grateful for is for me, the practice of yoga has been so important uh, mm-hmm. for my anxiety and my type A recovering perfectionist personality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a person of faith and it's also really helped me learn how to be quiet in my mind and in my spirit. And I feel like in this time where people are being forced to in different ways, I have this practice that I can go back to. And then, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. My, my kids are older. So I fully recognize that this is also really challenging for folks with younger children and they're Mm -hmm. trying to work from home and, all of those things Um, that my kids are 24, 20 and 18. And the 18 year old is just like grateful that we are not telling him too often to get off the computer and internet. (laughs) Right. Like if that was a generation of like limited screen time and now we're like, have you checked in for your (laughs) e-learning session? I know you want to hang out with your friends, FaceTime them. Like, Everything's upside down. Um, yeah, but the 24-year-old but the and the 20-year-old, God bless them. This morning, they were like, okay, what are we going to do? What kind of workout should we do? And, and we are very fortunate. We've got, you know, internet and we can stream all sorts of things. And so this morning, I'm on a call in my office slash living room. And I look over and it's in my Instagram stories. I look over and my daughter's doing a workout. And then my son joins him. And then before you know it, my husband has joined and they're all like limbs are flailing in the family room. And I'm like trying to have this very serious call. Um, And so we, we kind of talked my son and I, the 20 year old, we went out for a walk today. Mm. I don't remember the last time we did that. And even he said, I don't do this. Like I'm a college student. I'm walking all Mm. the time, but I need to get outside. Mm. Let's go for a walk. I'm like, okay, I'm going for a walk with you. (laughs) So those are the the things that we're doing. We are moving our bodies. We are trying to get outside in safe ways and um, not just sit and fall asleep on the couches we can do that like at 10 o'clock at night, but during the day, try to keep moving. Um, we're trying to get outside uh, in a safe way and not all together and as many feet as feet apart as we can without looking weird. Um, and, um, and then the kids have all, well, the two older kids especially have said like, okay, well, we should do this together as a family. And we should make sure we're drinking enough water and Mm. eating healthy, which is really hard for me because right now the joke is, you know, because you have to laugh in a global pandemic. You have to. um, You have to. That we don't, we don't want to gain the COVID-19. 
right? Because yeah, I'm the, I'm definitely going to. The I, refrigerator I, I, is stocked, and yeah. um, and so it's really easy to be like, oh, I'm just going to eat like normal, except it's not normal because we're not moving normal. Yeah. So those are some of the things that we're doing. We're trying to make sure we do have time off our screens because it's really easy. Um, we are a family who loves TV shows. We love watching movies together. So it, it could be easy to just kind of keep watching and sitting all day. Um, and then uh, we also like board games. So mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to schedule some time yeah. to do that. Um, some of us are readers and we thankfully had some books from the library before they closed too. Mm, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. And I don't know about your listeners, but I have a stack of books that I've bought and haven't read. So I feel like I have no excuses. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. And then the other thing that I've been doing is um, when given the chance, instead of texting somebody, I'm either Marco Poloing them so that there's oh, like okay. some facial yeah, kind yeah. of like I, I can see them and then or scheduling Zoom idea. calls. Um, and so uh, wanting to like touch base with a friend of mine tonight. And I just said, hey, let's get on Zoom and let's just oh, awesome. Talk. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So you can yeah. see each other. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Well, so one of the things that I've kind of struggled with is wanting to help people mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we just, we both kind of alluded to it. It's, it is um, some privilege and blessing to be mm -hmm. able to have enough food in the house mm -hmm. to, to worry about getting fat. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, um, there are people who mm -hmm. don't have plenty and I've, I, I guess the tension is, um, leaving the house there's the there's the macro mm -hmm. loving my neighbor loving my neighbor which is not going out and mm -hmm. staying inside to, mm -hmm. to try to you know try to sort of flatten out the, the curve mm -hmm. but then there's the micro in my neighborhood of you know making sure that the elderly down the street from me have food right but I also don't want to expose them to something I don't know that I might be carrying so I mean have right. you wrestled with that tension at all is that something that you guys have talked about yeah, we talked about it this morning. Actually, Corbin, my 20-year-old, um, was mentioning that as we started our walk, because there are a few um, retirees in our neighborhood, and there's one in particular who is always outside gardening, and he, he just mm -hmm. said, you know, I wonder how they're doing, and I said, well, let's figure out how to check up on them, because we don't have their phone number, and we don't necessarily want to you know, expose them to anything. Um, mm -hmm. So we are, and I, you know, I'm, I'm ashamed and also proud to say it was my 20 year old who reminded mm -hmm. me um, that we have people in our neighborhood and that he remembered, uh, That's very you know, cool. That's so cool. we've been thinking about that. Um, we've also been wrestling with the whole, um, small businesses because most of the small businesses yeah, in our right. area which you know again privileged to own a business are local residents and they're shuttered so um we've seen a few things online people trying to you know raise a five dollar donation here five dollar donation there um and uh, again checking up on neighbors 
with whom you do have contact with via text or a phone call. Do people make phone calls anymore? Mm -hmm. Definitely text, but um, <laughs> right. So Some people do. yeah. So I think there's that checking up on, and then um, I'm a part of a number of Facebook groups uh, Facebook mom groups, really. And some of them have been driving me up the wall, but trying to figure <laughs> out how to, like there, I'm seeing some really great ideas in that respect too, of like, maybe you can leave a note in the mailbox saying you're available mm. to go help pick up groceries or order something for them. But I, I, I will be honest, we live in a community where I'm, you know, and maybe I shouldn't assume, but we, it, it is a, uh, it's a nice white suburb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. there's that, but I have seen um, th some of the social service organizations in the area, they're struggling because they can't get volunteers because people can't mm. go. And then yeah. when people can't leave their houses, um, there's a level of awareness that kind of goes inward into people's homes. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. right. So, yeah. um, so we, yeah. we're, we have been talking a little bit about that as a family, like, okay, well, it's lovely. We're, we're only on day, whatever. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, how can we not navel gaze? So I'll, I'll, I'll confess, we are still trying to figure that out. Yeah, that same. And like. I think a lot, I think a lot of us are. And there's that, like I said, it's attention. There's the, mm -hmm. you know, I want to take care of my family, even when you're out shopping and, mm -hmm. and storing up things. It's like we we found ourselves um standing in front of toilet paper going, do we need it or do we not? Mm -hmm. And we we've we've been erroring on the side of let's just not get it. If we've got, if we think we have enough, right. we'll leave it. You saw toilet paper? Well, see, we so <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of saw this a couple of weeks ago. Right. I felt okay. like we were headed here. And so we, you know, I I was I'm kind of um I don't know, I think I'm I tell my wife all the time that she is a candidate for mar like marketers, like she's a marketer's dream. Mm -hmm. If there's like a pandemic or some global crisis, I'm the marketer dream for that because I'm like Oh, they said something's coming. We need to prepare ourselves. So I was like, you know, two weeks ago going, let's get toilet paper and paper towel. So, but as people started to catch on, I'd, I'd be in the stores and, and it still was, it wasn't like everything wasn't gone yet. So I'll be like, um, do we need it? Do we not? No, let's leave this for someone else. Mm -hmm. let's, you know, let's, and so I've, I've found that we were doing those sorts of things, but you just never, I don't know. Sometimes you can just not feel like you're doing enough when you have. Right food and you know there's people not far from you who don't when you have you know so it's just all of that kind of messes with your mind sometimes so oh, yeah. I, I just yeah it it absolutely does now I have not seen toilet paper on the shelves in two weeks so I don't even know what you're talking about I don't I don't know what that looks like so I was like standing in front of toilet paper I'm like hmm, when, did, when did what, you do that yeah yeah what does that look like um if you go early to the stores now like if you go like when they open there's a line outside the door but you can get, maybe you can get toilet yeah, paper. Right. Um, 
So my husband uh, is on faculty at a dental school. He's a dentist. Mm. So he, all the germs. Um, (laughs) And even there, there is the reality that uh, they have been operating out of a sense of abundance and now moving to uh, a model of scarcity. Mm. And again, I think as a person of faith, having grown up in the United States, there's this tension of the United States tends to forget its times of scarcity and always promote the abundance Mm. and the Mm. dream and all of those lies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. as we enter in this time of uncertainty and scarcity, uh, the Mm. panic is very real for people. And, um, and so I've mm. I've been grateful. I found that my my parents have been a little more level headed and like slow about this than I thought they would. And mm. I think in part because they they survived and lived after the Korean War and lived in actual mm. longer period of scarcity and development mm. and redevelopment. And um, my mom joked with me the other day, she's like, we're fine. We have like a 50 pound bag of rice and a big gallon jar of kimchi. (laughs) We're fine. Like dad and I can live off that for like a Mm. month. And I was like, you're right. I don't know if I can live off of that for a month, but we do have our 50 pound bag of rice. No, no, no stores of toilet paper. (laughs) But you like, you know, as you were talking, I just thought about um, something that Paul wrote um, where he talked about learning to be full and learning mm-hmm. to be hungry, learning to be rich, learning to be poor. And and he ended all that with saying, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens mm-hmm. me. And like just, I, there's just something to me to <sighs> comfort and abundance and living there too long that you mm-hmm. don't know how to live in scarcity right. and maintain your peace and your mm-hmm. sense of calm and um, you know sense of love and care mm-hmm. for others regardless right. of the season. So right. uh, one thing I wanted to ask you was um, before we you know sort of wrap up is yeah. have you found or is there anything that you found is like a surprising blessing in all of mm-hmm. this? Um, either what you've seen globally or what you've found in your own home or within mm-hmm. yourself, like what, what has surprised you that's a blessing from us being slowed down? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have almost every morning in the last week and a half uh, woken up to a text or an email or a message uh, from somebody I was not expecting mm. checking up on me. And, and in part, because of this ridiculous Chinese virus stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, people, I, I would not necessarily call like friends, friends, Mm -hmm. but people Mm -hmm. I've interacted with over time, checking up and just making sure I'm okay. And I've been Mm -hmm. really actually grateful for that. Um, you know, you don't have to respond, just wanting you to know I'm thinking about you, I'm praying for you. And if you need anything, let me know, um, has mm-hmm. been really actually quite meaningful uh, to have a, a point of connection during this time where everything feels like 
changes every hour. And then in the home, I think, uh, and we've only all been together since Tuesday when my daughter flew in from New York. Um, I have been really grateful. It's always lovely to realize that um, you made a lot of mistakes as a parent, but you did a few things right. And mm. I've been having a lot of those moments in the last oh, few so days great. of having yeah. each one of the kids who are still growing into their adulthood say something that has just stopped me in my tracks, right? Wow. Like, like so the cool. hunger thing. Yeah, um, yeah. My 20-year-old, and I have often posted on my social media how much he eats. Like he is, he's, and he's not a, a huge guy, but he just has, he eats a lot. And yesterday yeah. I noticed that he had not, been eating. And I said, Hey, I, I haven't seen you cook your three eggs with a cup of egg whites and your three <laughs> packets of oatmeal and your big hunk of chicken and bag of cauliflower. What's going on? <laughs> and he said, well, I'm not that hungry. I haven't really been doing anything. So I don't want to just eat because that's what I'm used to. Hmm. And I was like, I guess I'll put my bag of chips away. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. There you have it. Well, Kathy, you, um, <laughs> you're doing some, uh, you talk about, I saw you doing some yoga on your Facebook mm -hmm. and talk about doing some Instagram lives. So I'll direct people to yeah. you via social media so that any person that wants to um, use that as a practice of self-care can do so. Thanks for coming on. It was such short notice. I thought, man, I want to just talk about what's going on right now and how it's yeah. affecting us in so many ways. And um, you're one of the, you're a voice that I, you know, that I respect and, and want to hear from. So thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks. Thanks, Corey. And thanks to all of you for listening. I want to thank Comfort Fit for the music. Thank you for subscribing and rating and reviewing the podcast. All of you who have done that and who've shared the podcast with your friends. We appreciate that. I want to also tell you to just, um, man, take care of each other and stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't take unnecessary risk with going outside and going to places that you don't absolutely have to go. It's not just about you and your health, but potentially the health of other people. So uh, let's just be safe out there. And again, wash your hands. And thank you for uh, contending for a better world with us one conversation at a time.